Hey, happy Monday, and thank you for listening to Everything Else with Cameron Lee. Uh, I've got a good interview for you guys today with my very good friend and former teammate, Pat Ricard of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Pat is a positional utility man for the for the Ravens. Um, started off as sort of a, a D lineman, a three-tech specialist, and eventually um, started playing some offense, and now he's kind of all over the place. Pat and I had a great conversation. We talked about a whole slew of things from his Instagram live show to uh, his love of, of Star Wars and lightsabers. So it's a really good, really good uh, interview today. Hope you guys enjoy this, um, and let's just get right into it. Here's my interview with Pat Ricard. Okay, so I'm here with Pat Ricard of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, what position do you play technically, Pat? Oh, man. So, play D-line, nose tackle, D-tackle, and then offensively, I also play fullback and it's a little bit of tight end. And then, you know, if the coaches need me, I'll play quarterback, running back, <laughs> uh, safety. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, those, those four mostly. So is it safe to say that you do both as more than just a gimmick? I mean, some guys obviously get in and it's like a package thing, but like you actually play offense too. Yeah. So I, it's been complicated, you know, just first I was undrafted. So it's like, that was a way for me to make the team, but now I'm actually, you know, a real deal. Like I actually split my time up 50, 50 with offense and defense. You know, I actually have to meet with both coaches throughout the week. I have to get both game plans, really make sure, you know, I'm actually, you know, you know, know what I'm doing. You know, it's not like, okay, we might need you here maybe a little bit. It's more like, no, I actually have to make sure I know what I'm doing both ways and practice every week. And you know, it's it's a lot, but I really enjoy it because it's fun. I get to play, you know, multiple positions. Did you do anything like this, like in college or in high school? I mean, like, were you a two-way player? Um, high school I did because – went to a high school with like like a hundred kids in my class so it was like a really small yeah. high school so and i played uh linebacker uh i played linebacker fullback and tight end in high school and then college i only played d-line and that was my first time ever playing d-line it was in college so when i come to the nfl the first first week otas my rookie year um they wanted to try and make a couple of reps on fullback probably like midway during OTAs, and it was Greg Roman who was the run game coordinator at the time. He's like, "Hey, we just want to, you know, teach you with one player. You're gonna line up here and you're gonna block this guy." And I did it, and I did it so well. The next day, Harbs in the team meeting shows the whole team it that one play. <laughs> so impressed by it, and I got a couple reps here and there, you know, going on in OTAs. And then when training camp hit. I was just playing D-line still. wasn't playing any fullback or anything like that. And then I started to get more opportunities, probably like maybe a couple of weeks, maybe like two weeks into camp. And then started learning a couple more plays here and there. And then started getting reps in the games. Did well in the preseason games. And then that's when they knew that they liked me to play fullback. So started playing a little bit of fullback for them too. Is that something that like you kind of like saw as like being part of your, you know, what made you unique? I mean, did people see you as a multi-positional player coming out of college or is it just like, oh, hey, let's try this and it worked and then it's now become right. like an actual part of the offense? Um, I think in college, I played multiple positions on the D-line. Like I played three tech, I played N, I played a little bit of nose. So I was versatile in that way. And, you know, athletically, you know, I can move, I move pretty well for my size, but I never thought I, I would ever ever be playing fullback or tight end ever you know that's yeah, just I can, something that kind of you know just kind of happened 
I can attest to that. You move very well for a big guy. Thanks. I think it's, I think the reason too behind it is because in high school, because I went to a small high school, we didn't have like we didn't have wrestling, we didn't have anything. In the winter, all we had was either basketball. I am not playing basketball. I am awful. I am so like <laughs> awkwardly. I can't dribble very well. I can shoot like you know decent, I guess, for a white guy. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, so I did indoor track and. I did that for three years, and it really got my form right. Like actually, you know, learning how to run, move, you know, the right way. Because before that, I ran, I ran so awkwardly, like so weird. Like, I can't even remember how I ran because it was just it was you blocked bad. that out. Yeah, you blocked that out of your mind. So obviously, you're a part of the the historic and traditioned uh, Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, how's the group going to be heading into this new season? Um, so this off season, we lost are three main starters from each level. So, you know, that's not like we were in stars. So we lost Eric Weddle, who's just an absolutely, you know, you know, one of the best pros you can know. Yep. Um, CJ Mosley, who's an absolute beast of middle linebacker. Um, we lost Terrell Suggs, who, who played there for 16 years. Who's just the person you cannot replace. Right. On, on and off the field. Um, and then we also lost to Darius Smith, who had a, Unbelievable year. He had, I think, over 10 sacks. He was just an absolute animal. His motor is ridiculous. So they've signed Earl Thomas, who everyone knows, part of the Legion of Boom. So he's going to take over for, for Weddle spot. Um, middle linebacker to replace CJ. I'm pretty sure right now it's just, you know, the guys we have, you know, Peanut is going to be, you know, his role is going to be increased. He did great last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's proving himself better. And then uh, for Sizz and uh, Zadarius, they both play the same position. So right now it's just uh, I think mostly Tim Williams plays that position. And, you know, last year I think he really uh, started to show what he could do, you know, the games he did play and everything. So hopefully he makes, you know, a step forward. But, you know, we'll see what happens with the draft and any other, you know, signings we get. But I think I think we're going to be fine. I think the, our coaches we did last off season. I mean, we were the you know number one defense last year, so I think we we have the confidence going again this year. Just you know, keep doing what we've been doing, and just you know, we got to roll with the guys we have right now. But there's but you're right that there is like no way of, to fully replace like a player of the magnitude and stature and just the personality of of Sizz Trail Suggs. I mean, he's just no. <laughs> that did you? I'm, that man is just oh man, he's just first of all, he's probably the funniest dude I've ever met. He has to be. He's up there. Secondly, yeah. he's just he really he really shows how to play the way you have to play on this team. Just the way, you know, the toughness, the way you have to study, just the just the how, like the Raven way. Is, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. it's very hard to replace him. But um I think I think everyone's happy for him that, you know, he's still playing. He's playing as Arizona where he pretty much like was raised. He went to college there. And he has off-season house there, so he's there anyways. So, like, I'm happy that, you know, he's with the team that he's going to you know, finish, hopefully. Maybe he'll come back. I don't know how much longer he wants to play, but um, I'm definitely happy for him. But you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned how funny he is. Do you have, like, any funny sis stories? Because I got one if you don't. <laughs> um, go ahead. You can tell us, right? Okay. So, I don't really know. Uh, really no, it's fine. Uh, no, so I met Sis. Uh, let's see. The way I met Sis was 
the day that I was supposed to like do my first initial drug test uh, with you guys before camp or whatever. And uh, I think it was like, I was with like Ron Medlin or whoever, whatever trainer had like taken me. Yeah. yeah, He had like taken me to the, uh, to the staff, the doctor's bathroom or whatever to, to do my P test. And uh, (laughs) he knocks on the door and uh, says like, um, Hey, uh, we need to use the bathroom or whatever. We have a drug test and, and you just hear like a voice on the other side of the door. I don't know who it is. I'm assuming it's a doctor, you know, where it's the, the staff bathroom or whatever. And they're like, give me a minute. And so I'm like, okay, like, we'll just, we'll give it a minute. And so like a couple minutes go by and then, uh, they knock on the door again, like, Hey, we really need to use the bathroom. And then like a more of aggressive voice came back from the other side of the door. And it was like, Hey, I'll be out in a second. And I was like, okay, like, okay, whoever that is, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to mess with that guy. And then like another minute goes by and I'm like, at this point I'm like, dude, I, I'll just hold it. I don't know who's on the other side of that wall. Um, but finally I think it was Ron. He, he knocked the third time. He said, Hey, we need in the bathroom. And then out the door flies open and out walks a buck naked sis. <laughs> he just butt, butt ass naked. And he says to me, <laughs> he says to me, you better not pee on the seat. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> and that was how I met him. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was his bathroom. But, you know, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. I was the new guy. I I'm, just trying, I I'm just trying to do my drug test. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> okay. terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Just, he was, you know, he was there for 16 years. He was, he was there longer than Harbs. Yeah. He's like, he's been there. He's, yeah. So he ran that place realistically. I know. And I was only there for a little bit of time, but like, you could just tell, you, you could feel in the room, you could feel in the building, like, just don't mess with his, like he's, no. he's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, and obviously he's a huge part of like that defense, um, that we were talking about and you were talking about the way kind of Harbs coaches it and, and sort of the attitude and the toughness, like there definitely is a toughness to the organization and that team. Uh, I felt it and I've been on a number of teams there aren't many places like that. Can you explain or describe like what, what that's about? Um, I think it's just the players that have been there. Like, you know, you have Ray Lewis, Ed Reed. Um, I think just it's a, it really is a defensive oriented, uh, team. Like Harbs is a defensive guy. People don't know. Um, I had to think just that standard, like you have to, you have to like play at the level that is required to play there or you can't play there. Like, the coaching staff that's there, they understand that. So the type of players they recruit, the type of players that play there, you have to play. They, they call it play like a Raven. So, like, just all-out effort, all-attitude, um, all the time. Just you have to be tough. Because um, if you're not, you're not – they're not going to want you. So I think that's just how it is. And then I think our offense also understands that because they have to play us every day. <laughs> like you said, like, it's, you, you can tell just how you play. So – I think it really is just the players that have been there. And, you know, Sizz has made sure that standard was upheld because he's, he's been there for so long, so he knows what it's like. And I think now players who play with him also know now what it's like. So the tradition of that defensive just attitude is just going to be, be there for a while. Yeah, I think that's one of the, the most well-known things about the Ravens. Going a different direction, though, I, uh, one of my favorite things last football season was, uh, was your little Instagram shows. The, uh, are you a foodie or like, can you tell us about like how that sort of came to be what you, what you're doing? So I was going into my second year. Um, and this guy works at my agency is Tony, uh, Bjerga. Uh, well, I always butcher his last name. He's like super Italian. 
<laughs> I don't. I always forget. Sorry, Tony, but uh, yeah. So he, he was, he's trying to get me more involved with Baltimore community. He's just he was just brainstorming ways for me to like, you know, do things or you know get more interact with the fans. You know, get my brand up, kind of just be more involved with my name going on. So he's like, uh, why don't we start? doing like a like a food review or something because you told me you like food which of course food's the best who doesn't love food so yeah food is like, good so, yeah so he's like so why don't you like once a week or something during the season start going to a different restaurant in baltimore and just start doing like a food review and i'm like uh i guess i could do that because we have our days off for monday nights so i'm like i could go monday nights with, with a different teammate so what i started doing is probably it was probably like i started doing it probably like october i think so once a week, I would take a different teammate and I would go to a different restaurant in Baltimore. And I would always make a post the morning, the Monday morning, and I would just say, Hey, so and so, we're going to a restaurant. I need recommendations. Everyone knows the places we should go. And I'm always trying to go to a hidden gem. So, like places people don't really go to or it's not super well known. So, I'll just go, you know, take some pictures, take some videos. I'll go live on Instagram twice. Um, just ask, like, you know, just basic questions of the person kind of interview them just so people, you know, fans can just interact with us on my Instagram. And then I'll go live again, and I call it this or that with Cam or Pat. So <laughs> it's just a little, like, quick, quick like, hot round. And I saw you doing it on your podcast, too. It's like, it's like you know, Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, yeah. Frost, Flakes, Lucky Charms, and just kind of just rapid fire those. And it's yeah. just a good way to, you know, expose some restaurants. It's a good way for me to, you know, try new places, you know, explore Baltimore. Um, so it's, you know, and then it's called uh, Project Pat's Food Review. And I think I'm going to start doing it. I might start doing it again in the next couple of weeks. And I probably make a little more official, like, I might bring my GoPro camera. Nice. Um, yeah, actually, like, record, like, the whole dinner and then just go live on Instagram twice. So then I actually have like, and then probably upload it to like a YouTube channel or something like that. So like people, cause before it was all on Instagram live. And then I would just make like one big post on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. So now I'm probably going to have like the whole interview on like a file. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to explore a little more cause I think people liked it and I liked it cause I got to try new places every week. So I think that's awesome. I think it's cool. Like when football players or athletes or like anyone has sort of like that platform to try new things and experiment, you know, like, mm-hmm. and you know, people probably wouldn't have watched your food review. No offense. If you weren't in the NFL, you know, it's kind of, it's cool that it gives you the platform to like, you know, we could have this podcast and people are going to listen to it or you can do that. Right. I think that's yeah. really cool. Um, so you obviously, you said that you brought on different people every week. Who is your favorite teammate like to interview and go out to have a meal with? Um, not to put anyone on the, yeah, um, <laughs> on the spot. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I probably did like seven or eight of them, maybe. Mm-hmm. So the first, the first one I went to was with Chris Wormley, and he's like one of my best friends here. But I didn't like really have it like set up very well because like I didn't feeling know, it we, out. Yeah, we just kind of went there, and be like, uh, let's do a food review. Like, it wasn't right. And then I'm like, all right, I gotta have like questions to ask them and like try to figure out certain things and that's when i that's when you know i actually talked to some of my friends from home to ask them some questions because obviously you know i talked to them a lot so i was like guys what what, sh- what should i do so one of them was like why don't you do like a hot round type of question with like 
you know, at the end. So that's why I do it during the, the dessert. I do it then, but um, I'm trying to think. Mm, I really, you know, I like I like uh, interviewing Max Williams because I'm also I'm really good friends with him. Um, and we had actually a pretty good restaurant. I think it's called Wicked Sisters or Twisted Sisters or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a good burger joint. And uh, yeah, he was a good time because he, he wanted me to get involved with the waitress. And the waitress is all about it too. She was, she was wanting to get interview questions. <laughs> but that was a good time. So if you could have any guest in all of the NFL, who would you bring on? Jeez. Hmm, That's a tough one. You know, my my New England uh, heart wants to say Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, if you're from New England, it's just like, he's just like, he's the guy. Tom, everyone is just like, he's he's a bigger household name than the people in their own houses, like for real. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady. I don't know. I mean, I'm like, you know, like I'm a, I'm a big fan of Kyle, man. He's, he's the shit. I think he's awesome. Oh, you mean, you mean last oh, week's yeah. guest, Kyle Long? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> in college, I, I don't know how I came across it. I came across his Twitch stream. Started mm-hmm. watching his stream, watched him play at Rocket League, uh, Overwatch. And those are games I played. And I was like, damn, he's actually like pretty good. And like mm-hmm. then I, did, I had no idea like NFL players like play video games because like growing up in New England, like all I know is the Patriots. Like that's all I knew. I didn't know any other Tom team Brady really. doesn't have time and, like, for and, like, and, like we were just like, like as fans, we were just like no, like, like especially like Patriot players, like they're not allowed to do anything. Like if they don't do like only football, like they can't play there. Like that's like the whole persona behind it. And then I had mm-hmm. to have, I had this guy who was just like just streaming video games. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, this is I'm like this is sick. I'm like, I didn't know guys were like that. So yeah. I just you know thought he was hilarious too on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and obviously you, you're good friends with him, so that was yeah. cool. Yeah. He's one of my, yeah, one of my all-time favorite guys to, to talk to and hang out with. Um, so you're a big gamer, obviously, much like Kyle, uh, right? Yes. Yeah, you're a you're PlayStation guy, correct? Yeah, I have like every console, but uh, yeah, PlayStation. <laughs> right yeah, so like with, and obviously I'm not a, uh, I'm not really a game guy anymore, but w- with this Twitch and the live stream and all this stuff, it seems like the gaming has like become a much bigger deal, especially with the football players. It seems like you can be a celebrity. Like, I feel like more people know Juju as a video gamer than they do as a football player. Yeah. I mean, like video games really is starting to get so much more mainstream and just more like accepted as a society. Like look at esports. like those mm-hmm. are professional people. They're getting paid to play video games. Like, like what a dream, right? Like you get paid. Like it's like, <laughs> Being a, a professional player, so you get paid to play a sport. These guys are getting paid to play video games. So I think um, there's just you know a lot of people who love video games. So when they you know when they see people who don't normally play you know shouldn't play video games and they do, it's just cool. Like and you know, Juju is a great player and obviously a great personality. So people love to watch him because one, you can talk about the Steelers. You can talk about you know hanging out with like say like you know Antonio Brown because he's cool too. Well, you know, is he? Besides, is he the- besides whole beef, besides the whole beef thing <laughs> happening, but uh, <laughs> and I'm saying like stuff like that. It's like the whole people love the whole inside. So like, yeah, it's just an easy way to do it. And you know, we love playing video games. I think just athletes in general is just a really competitive thing because we're all competitive people, and it's just you can just and also you can get your mind over football, all the things that are going on, just getting kind of lost. So it's just 
no, video games are just, they're great, man. I love them. What's your all time favorite game? Like ever, ever. Ooh, that's tough. I mean, growing up, I loved the call of duty franchise and halo. Um, yeah. Probably super smash Bros. is up there. Go love smash. Uh, what if you? Thing. I mean, Pokemon you're going to an island and you can take one console and one game. What are you taking? A deserted I'm taking, island. Okay. I'm definitely. And assuming there's TV and there's TV and power. <laughs> All right, definitely taking my PlayStation. I mean, if it happened right now, I'd probably take Apex Legends right now. I see people talking about that. I think it was you and Ronnie Stanley. Uh, yeah. What do you? What's what's Apex? So it's a. Uh, it's just a game that literally had no announced dates, nothing. They just like, hey, guys, this new game, Apex Legends, is coming out, and it's coming out today. So it just all of a sudden, <laughs> is, it's made by Respawn, who makes Titanfall games. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a free battle royale game, just like you know, just like Fortnite or PUBG yep. or any of those games. And the, probably the main difference is it's only squads of three, and there's legends. So like your characters have there's legends of so like different characters and each character has different move sets. So it's like they have different moves and different powers. And <clears throat> on top of that, it's just the whole system of the game is just great. Like the ping system is amazing. So like, you know, you can communicate with your teammates very easily. No other battle royale game was as good as this. Um, they had a respawn system, so when you died, you could bring your teammates back. Like in Fortnite, if you died, you have to sit there for like 15 minutes to just watch your teammates play. <laughs> so I think they just did a lot of things well. And what they do well is just, it just makes it really fun to me. Is it super lame that I'm not playing video games anymore? No, 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 no. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes my life too, like I don't, I won't, I don't, I won't play as much. Like it's just kind of like you're getting like these spurts or waves or just like game a lot. And then you just might not game for like a month or two or. Or what? Or some people are years. I mean, you have different, things, different things going on. You know, it's just yeah. Sometimes like, I want to, but then I like I see the way that my fiance looks at me when I pick up, like when I turn on the video games, like when she's like cooking dinner and I turn on video games, and she's just like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I think yeah, it's time. You're, you're yeah, I think it's might be. And, you know. Yeah, it's time for me to move on. I guess. Um, yeah. I saw, I think you tweeted this today, that you were watching Parks and Rec. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's I think it's somewhere like The Office. And, like, those are the shows that, like, I, I always try to, so, all right. So, my friends are obsessed with The Office. Like, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll watch it, like, rewatch it, like, all the time. And I mm-hmm. always try to watch The Office, and I just don't think it's that funny to me. I don't know why. I always, like, a couple of years, a year later, I'm like, uh, let me you know. Let me try it again. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm a little older. You know, maybe I think it's a little funnier this time. But I'm just like I'm like nah. It's just I don't know. I'd rather watch like Rick and Morty or something. So then, so one of my my brother and his friend from home were just trying to tell me like the show Parks and Rec is hilarious. I'm like nah. I'm like nah. I tried watching that. I did not like it. And they're like dude. I'm telling you, it is hilarious. I'm like, I'm like all right. So now OTAs are here. You know, you have free time during the days and you, stuff. So. You have to have a show during OTAs. Yeah, you need to, so, or yeah. you're gonna just be stir crazy. Yep. So, you know, I'm eating dinner, eating food, whatever. I'm like, all right, let me try watching the show. And I watched it, and I actually was laughing. I'm like, all right, this show is actually pretty funny. Like, I didn't know Chris Pratt was in it. Um, yep. The main actor is hilarious. I don't, I forget her name, but there's just some good actors in it. And Amy Poehler. 
yeah, Aubrey Plaza, like that lady is hilarious yep. too. She's so yep. like, <laughs> yeah. So I've enjoyed it. I've watched I think five or six episodes so far. Okay, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you've you've come around to liking it. It's one of my yeah. favorite shows too. Yeah. Okay, so we talked a little bit about your food reviews. Talked a little bit about your video games, the TV shows you're watching. Um, I know you. I mean, <laughs> I got I got to know you during our. Uh, during our time training together for the NFL uh, combine and the draft and all that stuff a couple of years ago. And it came out that you were not only a star Wars guy, but a, but a lightsaber aficionado. Is that safe to, is that a safe title? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Tell me everything about, you know, about lightsabers. Um, <laughs> right, let me let me just give you a little backstory first before I sound. Please like do. Absolute nerd. All right. So well, you I, are, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am a nerd since you know since '94, but uh, so I've <laughs> never watched Star Wars in my whole life at all. Like nothing. I knew nothing at all until going to my senior year in college. So going 20, 2016, I was like, you know what? I think it's time to watch you know these movies because they're just so iconic movies. Everyone loves them. So I'm like, all right. Let's binge watch them. So, like, me and my friends, my you know, girlfriend, fiance, now we watched them, all six movies, and then right, right, that was right when the new movie started to come out, and I became obsessed, like straight obsessed. I like was blown away by this franchise. I had no idea it was this great. Just so blown away that my friends were also just also really into it too. They're like, "Yo, we should get lightsabers." <laughs> not only should we get lightsabers we should get lightsabers that are ones we can like like actually like have combat and stuff and little do we know there's actually companies that make lightsabers like this and now today i think in france it is a freaking sport lightsaber duels <laughs> is a sport okay so um, okay there's this website called ultrasabers.com and you can like customize your lightsabers in every possible way and like they have certain handles that are like iconic ones, like actual, like, you know, like you can get a Luke Skywalker one, you can get like a Darth Maul, uh, you know, all of this. So I ended up buying two of them. They're super sweet. Because why not? Yeah, they're super sweet. Um, they're, they're great. You can actually like, you know, duel, you can like, you can like hit them pretty hard. And like you, you and your friend have a lightsaber, you can actually like duel. Me and my friends actually made a kind of a fun game in the summertime. Just like, it's sick. Like imagine like a pitch black yard. You each have a lightsaber. <laughs> And you have one of the friends, like a judge, or whatever. He'll count down to three, and at three, you each turn your lightsaber on, and all of a sudden, just pitch black lightsaber on. And then you just like the entire space is like going at it. And I'm like, as soon as you hit a body part, it's a point, and you just it's like a round base thing. But I, don't, I think it's cool. I actually haven't I actually haven't touched them in a year or two just because I'm pretty busy and you know the whole NFL thing. But um, no, I, I lightsaber just sweet, bro. Steve, what's uh, what's you have customs, right? So custom? what's your saber like? custom lightsaber? What's your lightsaber like? Colors, um, handles? So the first one I bought was just like a kind of just, you know, let me just not go crazy on this because I don't want to get judged and crazy for spending a crazy amount. I think I spent like 150, 200, which is still a lot of money, but um, it was just like a black, I think it was called Dark Apprentice because, you know, I'm all about that Sith life. Um, You're Sith? Yeah, I think Sith's a badass. Oh my gosh, I knew Dead we Eyes are too they're too like just you know, they don't they don't want to attack people, they just want to wait and be patient. I'm like, nah, I'm, 
I'm trying to go kill something, you know? You totally um, are a defensive player. Yeah, so um, it's only has one color, I think. I think it's just red. Um, so they have – so this Ultra Sabres, they have these sound boards in, in their lightsabers. So the one I got was just like a, a basic one. It had like 10 different sounds on it, and you can like change them. And it's pretty sweet. Like it has some cool, you know, some cool noises and stuff. And then you can – there's this like uh, this – software program for it and you plug your computer you plug your lightsaber into the computer and you, you can like there's like obviously a big community for this and like people make their own sound fonts and you also buy them but they're really expensive so like you can like put like cool sound fonts onto your lightsaber and like use it so you know i kind of mess around with it and then i'm like you know what so my a couple of my buddies buddies actually bought like bought lightsabers from this website too so i'm like i'm about to go ham i'm about to get a real really nice one I ended up spending like, like almost like five hundred <laughs> on the second one. I haven't bought one since because I was like, "This is crazy. I can't even spend this much money on them." But it was like five hundred. It was like super nice one. You can like, you can plug in the computer and you can change the light to any light possible. You can change like, so it has a clash mode. You press you press the button on it, it. It clashes like as if like two lightsabers are clashing. You can like change the colors and that, how fast they move, like back and forth or flashing. You can change like the colors just moving. You can change like all the different sound fonts. It's just ridiculous. Like the possibilities is endless. So I just really wanted it to, you know, flex my friends a little bit. But uh wow. but yeah, I haven't I haven't really done it in a year or two. So That's a lot, dude. I know. It was a lot. <laughs> so but you you're a fan of the movies too. Oh yeah. For sure. Would did you like the have you liked the newer ones since they've been coming out? No, not as much. They're just not. I think I think once Disney bought them over, I think they're just getting a little more too little too Disney. That yeah, makes I agree. Sense. A little more no, like, I agree. like I don't know. They try to be like corny jokes a little bit and I just don't think it's as like serious as it was. Um I hope I hope the new one's cool. I mean hopefully it is, but um I mean I the thing too is I don't understand. Like I do understand, but I wish it wasn't true. So like I was a huge fan of the whole spinoff series, like the Han Solo movie that came out. I actually liked it, and I love Star Wars. So like as much you know content they can push out, I'm a fan. But they've ended up stopped making them, like all the spinoffs, because people think it was just way oversaturated, like just too much. Yeah. So they stopped doing it. I think they're going to make like a a Boba Fett spinoff movie, which would have been sick. Mm-hmm. So you're if you're a Sith guy, like who's your who's your go-to character? Oh, Darth Vader for sure. Oh my gosh, you are a bad but, guy, dude. He's just he's got to be the most iconic villain in all villains ever, dude. This makes sense because when I was thinking about this and I was thinking about you and things we could talk about, it crossed my mind to say, hey, who is the Darth Vader of the NFL? <laughs> I, I think you've already mentioned him though. Yeah, was, was it's got to be. It's yes, got to be Tom. Who? I think Tom, Tom Brady. Brady is the Darth Vader of the NFL. Oh, yeah. You don't agree? Because, yeah, because he just wins a lot, and people don't like that, so they don't. He's like got him. a stranglehold on on the, the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Well, people don't know about Sis. Is he's a huge Star Wars fan. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like Darth Darth Sis, man. That's like his like that's like his Sith name, man. Yeah, he's he loves Darth Vader. Like he'll. Look up the facility sometimes wearing Star Wars t-shirts. Oh, for real? Like, no, so, like, no way. So what's your Sith name? Oh, I don't know. 
<laughs> it wouldn't be a Kylo, no way. The nicer red man, I don't know. Um, I don't know, like Darth Pat or something. something Darth like Pat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's corny. It's lame. Yeah, it's no, I like it. I like it. Okay. I saw <laughs> someone. You were saying what should be my new uh, PlayStation name? Like, I like that, Darth Pat. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on the show today. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Cam. I mean, you know, nothing else better to do than talk to my old buddy Cam. Hey, I appreciate that. And good luck with uh, any upcoming uh, lightsaber battles and good luck with OTAs. <laughs> thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. All right. See you, dude. Huge shout out and thanks to Pat Ricard for coming on the show and giving us that interview. Uh, he's a fun guy, and now I want to go out and buy some lightsabers. Uh, so thanks to him. Huge thanks to everyone listening to the show this week. Uh, you know, we do this for the fans, and I appreciate every single every single thing I hear from you guys as far as feedback, comments, reviews. It's you know, it's awesome to to have people listening. Um, big thanks to my producer Cameron Colley. None of this gets done without you. You are awesome, and most importantly, thank you to our f- biggest fan Emily Osment from Hannah Montana. I know you tune in every single week, and that just that's so amazing to me. Uh, so we'll be back next week with another great interview. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this has been everything else with Cameron Lee. Peace.